Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to that podcast. Did you miss me? century will begin it's not a trial it's a, we're doing a, an audition for jury duty whoever's got the best dick gets to be on trial didn't you go to not ju- a part of the trial but in, <laughs> on trial weren't you uh didn't you go to jury duty somewhat recently yeah it was a, all it did was make me uh fearful for the <laughs> for the legal system it's all that's all jury duty did for me was reaffirm how uh the idea of like Oh, I can trust my fellow peers to, to choose whether or not I did this crime or not. Yeah. I have no faith. <laughs> it's just like, if you got a, t- you got a tattoo that's visible, you better have shown up with long sleeves to that court hearing, buddy, because you are about <laughs> to get judged by every 80-year-old in this fucking room. Dude, that's You crazy. are getting convicted. Yeah, man. I mean, honestly, I already feel like I can't go anywhere without people just being like, oh, man. That, like, I've that guy's a, gonna do a crime. I've got a pretty intense opinion about this guy. That's funny. But, but yeah, man, I can't imagine like what dealing with a jury of like, well, I, I can only assume like 50, mm-hmm. 50 year old like uh, just parents, you know, Wait, even detached like adults, seventy five year olds. One of my favorite moment was uh, the judge was like asked the room because they were trying to pick people for you know to actually get picked for jury duty. Initially, I was like, oh, I'm gonna, I, I, I was curious. I was like, never been on trial or anything, and had been a part of a trial. I was like, I'm gonna try hard. I'm gonna try to be on this trial. And so I was like, trying to do all the like, oh, this is what they would want to hear questions. Uh, I wasn't even sort of given a second glance. But the people they were really interested in were the old people that were vocal and saying, I would ruin this trial. <laughs> they really like those people for some reason. The old people that stand up and go. Yeah, I actually heavily believe in judging people. <laughs> He's like, what do you mean? He's like, I've made a judgment about every single person in this room already. Yeah, like, oh, that's dude. crazy because you haven't spoken to any of them. So that's a nuts thing to do. <laughs> it just goes to show the loudest person in the room, unfortunately, sometimes uh, ends up winning. I know, yeah. It doesn't matter how reasonable you are. It's just like if you say something that resonates with people fastest, <laughs> like that's you win. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like the mist of that old religious lady. Like, this is a clearly for God. And they're like, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, what she said. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. Uh, sorry, it's been like, it's been like three, maybe like four, maybe five. We were gone all summer. Uh, I have to apologize for teachers that. Teachers off for the summer, dude. We're uh, teachers of metal. <laughs> life happens. Uh, we're just, uh, we're trying to, you know, do our best here. Uh, and unfortunately, podcasting is not the most uh, lucrative business. So <laughs> yeah, it's something we can only do when it's strictly for fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that being said, uh, we're glad to be back right now. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, you I know, love b- the podcast. It's before so we get back into some videos and some tunes, homie, uh, why, why let's do a surprise drug test. Surprise right drug now, test. Right now, Justin. Yo, Abby, uh, tell the people what, what's good. How you been? Oh, you know, just out here. Um, oh, yeah, should we address the elephant in the room that our band broke up? Oh, yeah. Of Sorry. 10 years? Sorry, guys. <laughs> I forgot about that part. Yeah. Yeah, well, because he asked me how what we were doing. I was like, well, 
Japan broke up. That was a big thing. We've been drinking. That's yeah, we've been, been drinking doing. a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's one of those things where like one door closed, one door opens. But I'm still like, I'm stuck in the hallway right now. It's like I'm not quite ready to let that door close. Uh, which yeah. in in like in a self-aware way, you know, where like I know I just need to mope right now and I'll get over it. But it's just it's a sad thing, and it happens. Not abruptly, because for us it wasn't abruptly, but to the world it was abrupt. Yeah. And, uh, you know, wish we could have done things differently, but I'm so thankful for whatever that, for what that band was and what it did. And it was sick as shit. I don't want to get too sentimental about it just because it's like we could spend an entire podcast talking about how fucking sick Fly was. And maybe we even could. Maybe we could have Rubby come over and we could fucking just reminisce yeah. for a podcast. That'd be sick. But. I think, yeah, the best thing to do is just, like, is grieve over it properly and then just immediately start killing it and in, in other shit. Exactly. Other fields yeah. of life. Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree. I, I fucking, uh, the day that we announced that shit, man, I was, like, I was at this bar, right? Uh, dude, I don't know, like, in just that wave, you know, that, that initial wave when you finally realized that it was public. Dude, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, for me, it was when I, I first I got a message. That, I think it was from Benny Scholl, actually, funny enough, from Avoid. What did he, he, say? he messaged me and just had said, like, yo, dude, like, so happy for what Fly was. And, like, going on tour with you guys was some of the most transformative years of my life. And I still, to this day, tell people that you were the guy that made vocals click for me. I was like, damn, you telling people that? Like, I don't think it still happened yet. <laughs> no, I was, it was like, what, that was the first one where it, was, it, it hit me of like, oh man, people are, are messaging me in memoriam. And that's what's making it real. <laughs> like before I was like, yeah, it's, you know, yeah. it's whatever I'm yeah. done. I'm going to move on to a thing. But then now that the world knows, they're messaging you all these like, oh dude, remember the time when this happened? Remember the, mm-hmm. remember how sick this was? And I was like, yeah, I do, I do yeah, remember yeah. how sick that was. Yeah, man. But... They were ha- it was happy tears, you know. It's I we affected so many people. So many people have our tattoos of our shit, dude. That's so sick. And yeah. I like it's it sucks. Like I know a couple of homies that got a tattoo like right before the band broke up, and I was like, that's really cool, man. Well, uh, respect, homie, because yeah. y'all were waiting forever, and you still got tattoos. Too for real, yeah. yeah. And, that, and that's I think that's a sick thing of like a big reason why I'm not, you know, destroyed by this band is because the legacy that Fly left is like. As, as it wasn't huge, but the people that was impacted is, was pretty large for how small we were, all things considered. Like, think name a band that was our size that has that many followers that have tattoos, like people that view our music and connected with it to such a degree that like, yeah. we can make a whole booklet of people that have our artwork on them, which is yeah. nuts. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, I think at the end of the day, I like to believe that uh, we were trying to do something a little different than the, the stereotypical uh, core genres. Yeah, we clearly weren't in it for the cloud or the money because we put out two EPs in our whole lifetime. Yeah, well, three, yeah. but not with me. Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a bummer, man. You know, I'm like, I am sad about it. I ain't going to lie. But, uh, no lie, please. <laughs> lie for the audience. Uh, I'm... Uh, I'm ecstatic for the future, you know. Like uh, just uh, just the other j- just today actually, I uh, uh, a gentleman offered me a blunt, just a random guy. Yo, a blunt? That's yeah, a big I, thing I stopped, to offer. I he stopped, made that. Yeah, I stopped smoking, so I got pretty fucking stony baloney. But uh, dude, I uh, did you know the guy? You just was like you want a blunt? I uh, know he was a cool guy. We uh, we bonded because Is we had very similar tattoos, uh, and uh, yeah, we just we just shot the shit, but. Uh, Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. I just uh, sounds lit, dude. Smoking with a stranger. Yeah. 
Dude, I did that once at uh, when I was touring with Rush Repose and I was doing their merch. We o they opened for um, <laughs> uh, Everlast. Everlast. Uh, Isn't a big that festival. like a like late a, '90s, yeah. like alternative rock? They've band? got that one song that Foo Fighters covered. Oh or do we know that's ever that's a different thing, I'm sorry. But it, Everlong. You're Everlong, of Everlong. That's what yeah. I was thinking of. But, but the band Everlast, you know who I'm talking about. They yeah. have a song yeah. that everyone knows. Uh, which will, you know, a lot of those stadium bands do. Where you're like, oh you're playing a stadium? And they're like, oh that's the band with the one song. Uh, I was loading out gear and I had this fucking dolly with like eight you know, tubs of merch on it and I'm like comedically trying to not let it spill and this dude walking by was like ripping a big spliff and he's like you dude you want to hit this I was like yeah and he like walked next to me and held it and let me hit it I was like yeah what a guy that's my favorite type of stoner which is a lot of them are ones that are just like bro I'm not trying to be the guy smoking a blunt by myself like who yeah, wants yeah. who wants to smoke this with me like, <laughs> yeah, that's dude. my favorite type of person <laughs> yeah dude guy that brought too much weed to the function <laughs> dude, never it a was, bad guy it was really good weed too I will say that like I know I have no tolerance right now, but like uh, the weed he he lent me, I was like, "Yo, man, this is this is like <laughs> fucking fire." That I was good. I didn't realize that, uh, or not realize, but I didn't really think about that moment of when somebody offers you free weed and it's shit. And you're like, oh. dude, you're just yeah, you're bummed. It's, weird it's yeah, it's <laughs> like it, it fucks up your the rest of your day. Almost, you're like, yo, you know? free weed. <laughs> it's, it's a regular. All right, Avi. Well, uh, why don't we get into it? Uh, I'm about to, dude. I'm about to take the shot real quick. Oh, you're taking the shot I'm right now? I'm taking a shot of Ro Roku gin. You want some, or are you, you chilling? Oh, I'm chilling right now. Right, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm, freak out. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. Diboja. Avi got this uh, sick-ass Japanese gin, and I think it's the best gin I've ever had in my life. I ain't gonna lie. We've already had a couple shots, so a little loosey-goosey. That was uh, my fourth shot. That was your fourth shot? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, let me know if you need to puke. All right, uh, I need the band to get back together. <laughs> have a drunk breakdown. Hey, hey, for the views, for the views. Hey, uh, hey, hey. hey guys, we got uh, the new Hellraiser because uh, this movie originally is really sick. Uh, there's a lot of uh, conversation to be said about uh, the other movies that uh, precede it, but uh, the original is amazing in this remake. I think. I think. I wish they had the balls to make Pinhead deaf. Pinhead deaf. Mm -hmm. And have him talk like a. So we got like a. Just. <laughs> I want to do the voice, but I won't. <laughs> yeah, please don't. Please don't. Uh, yeah, here's uh, Hellraiser, the, the new the trailer. Dish. How funny it would be hearing Hellraiser. Or Hellraiser. <laughs> you know the main character, Hellraiser? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, Cool thing about this movie, little side thing. It was the guy that made. Uh, the director that did The Night House and uh, The Ritual. Oh, really? Correct. Damn, I didn't even know that. So the shots are really sick. So regardless of what this movie becomes, you know the practicals will be good, mm -hmm. and it'll be shot it's well. Finished. Here for it, here for it. I will say, you know, the ritual... So if I solve it, the night house is better, but the ritual and the night house both I suffer from... Um, I do. Characters being a little lacking sometimes. Like, the lead is always really well written. And then, like, the supporting cast yeah. tends to have some, like... Annoying things. Nice. That's this is pretty faithful. That's like straight out of the original. Yeah, too, yeah. So like the openings. This this seems like a. What are they called? Requels. Or it's like a. Or no, it's just a re. It's a remake, I guess. But it's doing the same things though, so it's it's not like a reinterpretation. Yeah, it's, it's just uh, it's like just a reimagined, I guess. Reimagined. That's the term I was looking for. <laughs> the jaw looks funny. Go. 
Uh, dude, he was always the creepiest one. The the dude with the teeth and no eyes. Ooh, I love that shot. The fucking sky emperor penetrating the clouds. Like <laughs> dead space. Their pain. All for us. They're all demons, right? Right? Or are they like something else? Yeah, they're demons. But they they're, have a name. They're basically like yeah, they're called xenobites. Uh, or Cenobites, I'm sorry, not Xeno. Cenobites. Both those sound like a delicious treat. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Cenobites. It's like Cinnabon, but small. Um, I love. I like the androgynousness of uh, Pinhead, but I don't. I'm not crazy about the baby face on on Pinhead. The looking, like, uh, looking mighty young for sure. Yeah, definitely. Like I like the androgynous. Like it's you can't really tell what sex it is. Of like very uh, ambiguous. That's pretty cool. Um, Rather than just like, oh, let's do like another, let's just do a pinhead again. Like I like when they're trying <laughs> yeah. something different. Yeah, it's definitely um, a different look for sure. I will say, I I, I fucked with the leather daddy uh, fit from the OG crew. You know, like the, I thought it added to this weird, like the psychosexual element of it. Like you could tell they were they were down to fuck because of the leather <laughs> gear. Like it, there was no question in my mind when I saw them. I was like, yeah, they're sadists. For sure. And I bet they yeah, get Yeah, they're down. fucking in hell. These critters are definitely a lot more just... Like, like torture, like we love to be tortured. Critters. Like they're like, we have, we don't even have clothes because that way, that's how quickly we want to get to being tortured. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is, it seems like a different, maybe a different approach to their, their motive. But there's also a lot of like mirrored dialogue in this. Um, so you can tell it's going to be pretty faithful, but taking, I don't know. It seems like it's taking just enough liberties to make it stand out as its own thing, but it seems pretty shot for shot. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I cannot wait for this movie. I and it's on Hulu, so we don't even have to. Yeah. Leave the house to go watch this. We don't one. have to leave the house. Oh Spend a God. bunch of money. <laughs> Dude, I, uh, I was telling you though. I do. I mean, if it was in theaters, I would definitely go see it in theaters. Oh, before. of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Hellraiser. I would prefer it honestly to be in theaters. But that's that. This is a good segue. Uh, is that I'm worried about this reimagining, requel, reinterpretation of old beloved properties that are becoming direct release to Hulu because it is, it's a formula that is very, very sellable regardless if the product is good or not. Because if it's free on Hulu, you'll just watch it because of name brand. Like, Oh, Hellraiser. Oh, it's predator. I'll just watch this versus it's the theater. It's a little bit more of a game. Like, Oh, I have to pay money to go see Like, is it going to be a good remake? Cause we've had a lot of shit remakes and reboots and stuff. Oh, for sure. For so, sure. so this the new model nice of like the movie people already get their payout and then it's now on streaming platform. So it doesn't really matter how it performs cause it's already been bought. It could set up this precedent of these low, but like lay, low effort, yeah. poorly just, written just, requels. Uh, so just like, there. as long yeah. as we hit the, the things from the original of like, you know, the Xenobites are, the Xenobites are saying the dialogue. We got the puzzle box. We got the chains flying thing. Like the things yeah. that people really loved about this. Cause that's what I like. Well, that's why Prey, I, you know, no spoilers or anything. I fucking hated Prey. I don't think you saw that. I think Zach and I watched I, that. I started it a little bit, but I just instantly fell asleep. And was, I, yeah, I've just been kind of like, uh, taking my time watching it. Honestly, I prefer, yeah, you, you got the right move. Like that was the better option to just sleep through. Predator everyone Prey. loved. Everyone loved that movie. It's so because they love. What was wrong with it? They love branding. People love Predator. They love the Predator. That's true. That movie's really poorly written, and like I'll stand by that. I also didn't realize there was a Comanche dub. Really wish I had seen it. 
I saw the the English dub, and I, that made yeah. me so confused. Because especially because there's one point where like a French guy captures one of the the main girl, and she speaks like perfect English. But they're a Comanche tribe, so it's like, all right, this is already weird. They're speaking English, but whatever. Uh, and then this, this, these, these French people catch her, and the French guy's like, she, she doesn't understand us. Like we're speaking French. Clearly, she knows she doesn't get it. And then the, this translator guy's like, don't worry, I'll try, I'll try English. <laughs> I was like, why would you try English? That's the first thing was, you uh, try is English, it and it worked. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean this is this fucking indigenous tribe that has no contact with the outside world? And your first thought is like, I bet she speaks English. <laughs> or maybe it was just the one other thing he knew, and he was like, let me, I just try. <laughs> uh, we're we're to keep this music rolling real quick. Oh yeah, uh, please do. This your is your ghost in glass. Yeah, a little backstory to this for segue. This is uh, Cameron, the, the the creator behind Meth Witch. This is his uh, MySpace like throwback, uh, like not sad. It's I don't like it's like a parody, I guess, but it's loving. Like he basically just took there's love in it. Okay. Like the the year 2006 and made it into a song, <laughs> and it's like you can tell by the aesthetic. But he nails it. It's this is so funny, but great. Like you, by the time you hear the chorus, you're like, I think I know this song. <laughs> like that's such a unique thing to be able to do as an artist. Oh, for sure, dude. The, the mix even kind of sounds like a Skylar Drive. Yeah, that yeah, dude. But to finish off my thing, my little note about Prey of just like, like the the notes were hit, and that was my main thing about the the Hellraiser thing is that it's like, all right, does the main character have a moment where they lose someone that's close to them that changes their decision making and makes them go, all right, it's all out now. Do they have the moment where? The, they 1v1 the predator and have a battle of wits and they recognize each other uh, and is there uh, is there gore <laughs> like those are the only yeah. things that needed to be hit mm-hmm. for people to be happy and that's what was hit but if you're looking for story script character writing payoff symbolism uh, shot creativity composition uh, score all of that is not good in the, in prey, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Like the only things, the only like if you didn't know what Predator was, you would hate this movie. Like that's the only reason people can like say that they enjoyed it is because they like Predator and yeah, like what yeah. that was. Which doesn't make a movie good. It just means you have nostalgia towards Predator. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah, that's a. Uh... Yeah, I mean, honestly, at this point, it's just like maybe you just re- reinvent it a little more, you know. But it sells though. Everyone saw it. Everyone watched it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, everyone... one of the, one of my favorite defenses for the movie was, but it's way better than per- Predator 2018, which again is not a good merit. <laughs> to, to... What was that? That was Predators, right? Was no, that was the one with Adrian Brody from like 2011. That's the one I'm thinking of. Uh, no, Predator 2018 is, it's not called that, but it's like a Halloween thing where they just called it Predator. And you're mm. like, stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> it's so confusing. Uh, but no, the premise of Predator 2018 is like, is that autism is the, the future evolution of humanity and the Predator are coming to like, take advantage of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'm not even like being ironic. <laughs> It's like what it boils down to, basically. It's like, Man. what if aliens came down and were like, give us that autistic kid. He's too powerful. If, if that's why aliens came to Earth. <laughs> yeah, that's why AVP happened. I'd be so, <laughs> I'd be so, like, I'd, yeah. It was autism versus predator. I, I that's what AVP stands for. I want to go see that movie, unfortunately. <laughs> Yo, uh, what's better, pre- predator or aliens, though? 
Ooh, Alien for sure. Alien? Yeah. Predator's fun. Alien's good. Yeah. You're, dude, you're spot on. <laughs> like, uh, everyone liked the original Predator for sure. Or even yeah, Predator fun. 2. You're just like, yeah, like, yeah, if it bleeds, you can kill it. Fucking, urgh, men with guns. Like, let's fucking, we will overcome and defeat this evil. <laughs> Versus, like, Alien, it's got suspense. The characters are well written. There's a lot of interpersonal relationships. There's world building. Uh, the the mystery of the alien is set up so well. I, well, the mystery of the Predator is also set up well. But my main point is there's a lot more to be, like, to gush about mm -hmm. for Alien, whereas the Predator comes down to, like, yeah! <laughs> it's like testosterone the movie. <laughs> And that's why a lot of people don't consider Predator horror versus Alien is always considered horror to people. Yeah, yeah, I guess I see why though. Because yeah. it's like yeah, it's like military dudes fighting a force that it's they will eventually movie, try right? to overcome. It's yeah, like a it, gory action, like thriller movie. action, war movie. It's funny that war movie is a category. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, war movies were huge, like especially like uh, early two thousands. Honestly, I don't know if there was ever a time where they weren't big. There's not as many now, right? Uh, I can't. Think I guess of the, the, this year, like the the 2020s, I guess would be the good time of like, oh, war movies are pretty, because because like Dunkirk and like 1912 and stuff were, like those weren't that long ago, but the, yeah, the 2020 was it 19? I just said a year to be completely honest with you. I don't. <laughs> it was definitely I knew World War right. One for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I just oh yeah, I, I haven't seen that one, so I just said a year. <laughs> I saw it. It was definitely an impressive movie. But is that uh, the one with the one take? Is yeah, it for the whole movie. That's the whole thing the, that they have going. But it's not a real one take though. Definitely not. Right. Which is still mad impressive. No takeaway. But I said that because someone <laughs> will be like, it's not a real one. <laughs> <laughs> no, they uh, they traveled back in time and actually uh, refought. They filmed the, the real war. Yeah, it was a real war. <laughs> it's like a uh, Patreon. Like, subscribe to our Patreon and get real war footage. <laughs> <laughs> Unbefore seen, never before seen real war footage. We're keeping this rolling, y'all. Uh, what's uh, I don't know how to uh, Hanabi, I guess. It's, but uh, Hardest showed me this, and it's tight as fuck. Let's check it out. It's some. It's Japanese. like if baby metal was in our into our music. Into our music. Yeah. Well, I'm curious. Let's find out. Versus like having it just be made for them. Okay. I've been eating at this. Uh at this pho place recently and i've been getting like an education on like uh what, what made you think of pho <laughs> so so i was gonna say in regards to culture like getting an education because i'm not uh, i'm not super up to speed with like the japanese scene at all other than like crystal lake obviously <laughs> oh wow, wow. it's impressive no, they like, actually start spitting i, I kind of like that yeah i don't know what she's saying but yeah, I think it was about. I did the same thing because I, I was live streaming when I was showed this, and I, I think I hit about here, and I was like, "Hold on, let me listen to this really quick." <laughs> yeah, this is actually crazy. Uh, but yeah, I was. I've been going to this Vietnamese place, right? Uh, and they've been playing like uh, Vietnamese music videos, like on this giant screen. And I've just been sitting there eating my pho, staring at the screen, just like, man, this shit's crazy, actually. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Other that's a, that's a big thing I recommend to people that always have um, like writer's block or like writer's fatigue. Just go listen to a different culture of music. Like you'll instantly be inspired. I promise. <laughs> like yeah. you'll be like, oh, you can you can have fun making music. I forgot. <laughs> like when you listen to other cultures of music and you realize they don't have that uh, that like societal 
thing where everyone's like, oh, it's cringe. Like, what, oh, everything you do is cringe. Because it, res- <laughs> it, on- it honestly restricts what people are willing to artistically pursue because it doesn't fit what is sellable and marketable and what people are comfortable with. It's like trying new things is easily laughable at. But like Japan and shit, like doing crazy weird shit is like n- totally normal. So there's like, uh, oh, I mean to a degree, obviously over there. Yeah, yeah. But to the marketable world is my main point. Because obviously there's a huge uh, homeless youth problem in Japan right now. Oh, there is? I didn't even know. Yeah, it's a, a lot of their parents are disowning the alternative youth that like are into this type of shit. Oh, okay. And, uh, it's, re- it's a really weird thing because it's like, there's a big homeless, you know, problem, but a lot of them, like, all hang out together and, like, live together mm-hmm. and, like, have, you know, that's, like, their way of, of living their lives the way they want to still while still trying to uh, maintain some sort of societal connection. Yeah, yeah. I but, mean, yeah, it's, it's a weird thing. It's kind of like, I, I feel like a couple years ago you described to me the UK problem with the youth that, like, once you were, like alienated as a troubled youth you're like on a list where like you can't really be a normal citizen anymore and that seems to be like kind of what japan's headed towards right now too of like once you've been dubbed an alternative person you're like an outcast of society and you can't get like normal jobs now and shit yeah man that shit's so crazy i mean with the internet now it's kind of like how i don't even know how that shit like uh i guess like the the repression of like culture it's like a thing well, and we have, we're not, we're so, like, socially far ahead, you know? Like, like we have, you know, people can get in trouble for having the wrong feeling type of thing. Like, in other cultures, you just, like, you don't get to say those things, you know? Yeah. It's, it's very, like, you can go to jail for having, you know, there's no freedom of speech in other countries. So there's probably going to be a lack of, of growth to those, you know, types of environments because you can't even talk about it. Yeah, dude, that, uh, that's the crazy thing about over there. Over there. <laughs> over there. Yeah, over everywhere. Across We're the Atlantic, yeah. Down in Mexico, probably. <laughs> that shit was sick. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm Mexico's uh, free speech is, is like, you, be, hey, you can say whatever you want as long as it you don't mention the cartel because they will kill you. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> like, the, the cartel. That's the free speech over there. The, the cartel actually just like kind of scares me. They I'm own just, Mexico. I'm just like, uh, if, if like, you're no joke, if you're popular enough, even in the United States, and like you're talking mad shit about the cartel, like, dude, yeah, they'll probably get you still. They, like, still, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a yeah, chance like, that they're like, man, we really don't yeah. like that one guy. Up in, in regards America, to getting like, shit done, like, mad respect to the cartels. <laughs> you know, I, I guess, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're keeping this rolling, y'all. Scythe, <laughs> Looper. I'm trying to ingratiate ourselves to the <laughs> cartel, just. Yeah, have you, you fucked with Scythe much at all? I've listened to a couple songs. They're like a... Like, if if I was on tour and this band opened for us, I'd be like, yo, I'm buying this CD. Like, this is... It's that level of, like, where they need, like, a, someone in their team to push them to the next level because they're, they're, like, just underproduced enough to not be in that upper like that alpha wolf league you know yeah but they have that energy and that vibe where they could totally kill it in metalcore yeah i mean honestly i kind of like how the their guitar tone is sounding it's like uh it's yeah but you're a guitar guy you don't buy me yeah but it's like it's different it sounds like i don't know it's like really low resonating resonating is that a word i don't even know (laughs) it's its own sound for sure though Oh yeah, but if this band played live, you know, it should be going crazy. Ooh. Fuck me up, Jesus Christ. 
Oof. I love that part. So Nasty, sick. yeah. One bullet, two set me free. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> that just reminded me of like when Chester Bennington passed away and everyone was like, what? Like, have you guys read his songs? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That was, dude, I remember one time I was right. I I think it was after we put out Withered. Ryan reached out to me and was like, "Hey, man, like, kind of wrote about some heavy stuff. Like, you good?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, we need more of that." <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. People listening to their vocalist lyrics and being like, "Yeah, sick record, man," and not being like, "Oh, this guy's so sad. We dude. should probably talk to him." That's the real burden of a of a real artist though is you kind of like everyone just a guy with gun in his head <laughs> everyone has these like these crazy thoughts right but uh, there are a select few out there that kind of like really just focus and hone in on it mm -hmm. to to make this uh this art you know something that you can package up and show to the public and validate their own feelings you know yeah dude yeah that's one of the oh yeah that's over time because i think about that on our small scale of like when I'm in the studio and, and, and a producer is like, what if you did this instead of what you're doing? I like, even though they might be right, like there's a tinge in my neck that's like, what? What are you trying that to tell me? Cut, are you trying to tell yeah. me not to do my music? Damn, that was fucking heavy. Uh, yeah, dude, Scythe is sick. Through I've only, I think they have like four or five songs out like in the past couple of years, and they're all great. Uh, yeah, I am absolutely here for that song. That that shit is heavy, perfect, everything I would want from a band like Shout that. Shout out Scythe. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm probably gonna actually have to listen to, uh, is, is the record out yet? Do you know? I have no idea, to be honest. I only know of the singles that they do. We'll I don't to, know if they have any, like, full length or EPs or whatnot. We'll have to look into it more. Yeah, yeah I, great band, though. I, every time they put out a new single, I'm, like, right on it. It's always yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing but praise for that band. They remind me of what, like, the potential Weeping Wound ha had. Mm, and then, I, yeah. they, you know, their vocalist is clearly also a very depressed person, so I imagine that that's like one of their artistic struggles is that they're depressed people. Did you listen to the new Weeping Moon? Yeah. I don't remember being too... Like, it was okay. Yeah, that's kind of how I yeah. felt. I'm like, oh, this this would have been good on the album with 23. Yeah. <laughs> but like as the single four years later, like I'm just like, all right. Yeah. yeah. I think it's only been two years, but still. Yeah. This is an industry where you got to put out music quickly. As people that didn't do it, you got to put out music quickly. Take notes. <laughs> Uh, we're keeping this rolling. This is yeah, speaking uh, of put out music consistently. Can we talk about yeah a new current song? I mean, it's like a couple weeks old, but dude, this band, man, this is a band that you go back to and are like, fuck, it's yeah, dude, so good through and through. They're solid. Uh, the death we seek uh, currents. Yeah, I've, I haven't heard this at all yet, but yeah, dude, I, I oh man, I still like on the regular playlist have a couple of their songs. Such a sick band. Like, Chris, their guitarist, is just so fucking impressive. Oh, real quick, gotta say, so sick of seeing this type of green screen <laughs> in music videos. Yeah. Like, chaos, and then the vo the person's in the center, and just, like, that's the shot. Just, like, band member in the center of a, like, apocalyptic thing yeah, that isn't yeah. scaled properly. Like, look at that guy compared to that obelisk he's next to. Yeah, yeah. It obviously looks great, but it's one of those things that you've seen it so many times that you're like, something's wrong. Why is he so tiny? Yeah, for the amount of work that probably went into those shots, it's just like, man, this is like, it's just so overdone. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, the, it looks clean. Like, the rotoscoping's good, but, like, 
Hey, isn't that Body Snatchers fucking old logo? Nah. <laughs> that triangle in the middle? Nah, it's a formula for, uh, for... For metal? For dark, blackened, like, metalcore bands in mm. general. It's just, we need a sigil oh, yeah. of some it, sort. Yeah, that's just the ev evolution of the Leviathan symbol, isn't mm, it? Yeah, we, we need something, mm. because, uh, we are, uh, we fuck with the dark arts. Dude, this video, though, like, the acting shots... Oh wow, he looks like Kalen from Dragged Under now. <laughs> the drummer of Dragged Under, he looks like the singer of this band now. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I have a thought to say, but I want to listen to this chorus really quick. Right back into it. Are they gonna drop it? Right, like right after this fucking interlude part. Oh, one of these breaks. This is like an Invent Anime breakdown. Yeah, that or like Old North Lane. Which like, Invent Anime is just die in North Lane. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Chris was like, don't forget I'm in Shadow of Intent, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yo, this is the shit that we were trying to bring back. Is the random like blast beat twirl your fucking head move yeah. part in a metalcore song? Sick. Also, and uh, he did the highs. The the consistent like uh, ambient lead in the background has been uh, it's been consistent throughout oh. the whole song. Oh, that's creepy. The woman in the back. Did you see her? Mm-hmm. That's creepy looking. That B footage, that B roll is crazy. Honestly, wherever they got that from. Really high quality beef B roll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the guy to comment on the whole song and just say, dude, that B roll is incredible. Oh, <laughs> so sad. so sad. What are you gonna do? It's gonna why? stab him with the cleanest knife I've ever seen. But why? Because he just bought that knife that day. Oh my god, oh, he's, possessed. he's evil. Why. He's got the demon in him. See guys, for self-defense situations, this is why you never go for an overhand strike. It's one of the most <laughs> blockable movie. You should never reverse grip a knife. If you truly Damn. have intent, you should always be holding it in like stab prod style. <laughs> for any of you knife fighters out there. Brought it right up to speed. Only to show him tiny in green screen. <laughs> this is Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Dude, legit, the only vocalist I've heard do the... And I wasn't, like, immediately pissed. <laughs> okay, I got him and the vocalist of Stick to Your Guns. Those are the only two guys that I, I've heard do that, and I wasn't like, stop it. Uh, consistently through and through uh, with the uh, currents. Uh, I mean, they have a sound. Uh, dude, I was, that's what I was. My comment was going to be. Most bands uh, change up a little bit, but uh, I definitely think it's it's interesting that they uh, they've they, like refined that sound. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not bored by any of their music by any means. Mm -hmm. But uh, like you said, you can as soon as you hear it, you're like, oh yeah, that's mm -hmm. currents. Like instrumentally, even which is hard for a band to be recognized through their instrumentals. Yeah. Especially in metalcore, but yeah. It's, 
that band is you hear that and you're like well this is definitely a currents vibe for sure dude i i really liked it uh yeah, I, I look good, forward good to the trailer. album. Uh, their last record was good. Uh, I didn't think it was uh, the best thing they put out, but uh, I, I, it's just... Yeah. Yeah. I also don't think I was the... I feel like I wasn't the core audience for the last record. Like, the first record hit... Or not the first record, but the first record with the, the current vocalist, uh, The Place I Feel Safe Is, that, mm-hmm. that record hit me at, like, a good time where that, like, stands out to me uh, tremendously. And the next album is clearly more mature and refined, but there's yeah. only a couple songs I really fuck. Like, there's probably three songs that I really like off that record, and the rest is like, yeah, I can see why people like this. But, uh, yeah, this is this is some good shit. Definitely, definitely. Uh, we're going to keep this rolling, y'all. Uh, massive change-up of genre here. we got Electric Callboy, uh, Arrow of Love. Oh, yeah. This is a band that I... I feel like I was such a... Like, a stubborn boomer about initially. Uh, I was just like... Why does everybody like this band all this? Like, I listened to them when I was in high school. Why does everybody like them now? Uh, and every time I hear a song, I catch myself, like, doing a little Night at the Roxbury move. Uh, I think it comes down to we're, like, right. uh, we've always been, like been in a much more serious, like, uh, a serious genre, I guess, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. Whereas this is just, like, this is all focused on, like, Total fun, goofball you know? mode. Exactly. I've, well, I've, uh, this is a good segue, too. I actually wrote this down as this talking point. Because uh, I had for a long time this problem that a ton of people have where I'm like, why would anybody be into this? They, they did this 10 years ago. Like, why, would, why is this just now blowing up? But it's that moment of like, oh, well, <laughs> there's just new people now. <laughs> there's new people that are discovering and listening to this yeah. that have never heard this sound and now get to experience it with high budget. Yeah. So it's like, oh, of course it's blowing up. Because when I was a kid, I tried excitedly showing my friends and they all laughed at me. When I was listening to this <laughs> on the bus, yeah, I would quickly change the song to "I'm I'm, I'm listening to Oceano, bro." You can't even understand what I'm listening to. I'm not listening to Icy Stars. Fuck you, bro. Uh, but now it's like fun and sick to listen to this, and now you can like accept like, okay, this is pretty cool actually. Yeah, yeah. And it's like this is massive. This is like how much views they get. That can Dude, for, for huge the right genre. Now, right? Yeah, it precedes the genre. That's what I mean. Like the, I can't think of like another metalcore band that consistently gets the views that they get because they've gone past metalcore. Like they're now like Eurovision or like some yeah. shit. But it, like in the best way, obviously. And I love that they're having fun through and through. Like they didn't hit a point where they're like let's let's uh, slow it down and do like just make some money they're like let's keep getting crazier and crazier <laughs> with our music videos yeah i mean you kind of have to if this is your formula yeah totally it's gonna get sillier and sillier <laughs> this is a silly <laughs> ass video although like none of the bands even in this video <laughs> yeah this is like uh this is like fortnite music <laughs> Why does that make sense? <laughs> you know, you need something a little heavy so you can. Right, but also like so your parents. So yeah. your parents walk in an inopportune time. They're not like, what is this? Yeah. They're like, okay, this is kind of fun. It definitely, yes, yeah, it's got soundtrack vibes for sure. Now that you said that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's honestly like a, a giant pop song. It's just, it just has breakdowns. Oh, you know what I bet they're trying to do? They're trying to get an offer to write an anime intro with this song oh I could see it we're gonna see them on the next intro for Bleach Thousand Year Blood Orc <laughs> the blood, Thousand Year Blood War Arc. 
Oh, he shot him with the love gun, bro. Oh, he's horny. Oh, he hit him with the boogie bomb. Look at him. That's a Fortnite reference, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> I've never played Fortnite in my life. And it really shows. <laughs> oh, you know what? I just thought of a funny genre. Uh, people getting Fortnite tattoos. Uh, is that the thing? I don't know. I've never seen one, but there's I imagine gotta there's got to yeah. be a bunch. Right? There's got to be way more. Way more than we were aware of. Right, like a kid that was 17 who was really into Fortnite when it came out. And he's, as soon as he turned 18, he's like, bro, I'm getting, how funny would it be if I got a Fortnite tattoo? <laughs> And he's 21 now, and he's like, "Oh my god!" Uh, that that was fun. That. Um, <laughs> I, that was one of their le uh, their less memorable songs, I will say. But it was fun. So, like you said, if it was on in the club or like in the background, I wouldn't be like, "Turn this off." I'd be like, uh, but I don't think it was as memorable as their last couple tracks. So, if it was playing in Spice a club man. and they weren't like performing it, I'd be like, "Yo, this is a." This is a little weird, but <laughs> I think it depends on the club. For sure. Like but... if you're in like a like a typical like dance club or something, it'd probably be weird. But if you were at like a Euro Fusion, people would yeah, be like, "Yeah." To be fair, I don't know. Okay. What, what those clubs would be. Where like, is but... the Molly at? I've come to have a raging time. <laughs> Me and my buddy Dunkers over here are having a swell, Dunkers? a swell evening. Me and my buddy Dunkers. Uh, we just got a we just got a South African. Uh, uh, new door guy, and uh, <laughs> it's, pause was funny. it's been so interesting. Just like uh, our other door guy uh, keeps trying to do his accent, and he just ends up sounding like French Canadian. It's the it's so funny. <laughs> that's uh, a, dude. Honestly, that's the the funny thing about like uh, a lot of African countries is that they have a ton of French bleed over. Like uh, Somalia is a big one for like a lot of Somalian people speak French, so there there's this weird crossover of Somalian French dialect that you're like what is that like what are you saying right now <laughs> because they like bleed in and out of it <laughs> it's like this is I don't want to be here anymore I'm scared what are you talking about <laughs> speaking two different languages at the same time we're keeping this rolling uh, awake in Providence we are oh, yeah. eternity you followed any of this uh, not new you know do I you think know I listened to one song actually I did listen to one song so I will say the first track wasn't the craziest on it. Just felt like a rebuttal to Lorna Shore, to be blunt. But this track, I watched. A, he did a Adam just did a Cardavox video where he did a vocal analysis, and like some of the shit he didn't hear, I was like, sure, okay, baby. And it was a. You can tell that Adam has really put a lot of time in, into vocals and like getting good at them and understanding it. But. The blackness shows of like, oh yeah, it feels like a direct response to Lorna Shore blowing up. Which instantly get your yeah. bread, dude. I'm not throwing shade. I'm just pointing out what everyone's thinking. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what I like more: his highs or his, uh, his lows. Dude, his highs, I cannot pinpoint it. There's something about that. I'm like, what is that? Like, these sound so unique, but they tickle something in my brain of, like, what am I thinking of when I hear it? But also, I can't think of a modern vocalist that has that, like, he's got this at the very beginning that makes him really stand out. Sick. Crazy. Dude, my hands are already tired. Right. And I'm not even playing. Look that vocal. Cool. 
got very good control for sure. And too, you know, I, in, I usually am like super against people not having a mic. Didn't even realize Adam didn't have one until right now. So good on him for selling it. Same with those guys. I believe him. Oh, their guitarist is doing clean vocals now? Yeah. And they're sick. I think he does he does some background screams sometimes too, but it's hard to tell Yeah. when it's him. But on it just, it just shows how impressive that guy is. <laughs> the hard changeup. Love the... Uh, evil. Yeah, the evil effect, the cathedral atmosphere they got going on. He's on. Put him out. He's on fire. <laughs> Bit of a curveball into this breakdown, but yeah, that bridge was a little weird. It's uh, but this part's hard as fuck. It's definitely a, a crazy breakdown. Yo, yeah, de other deathcore bands take note. These parts are boring unless you do what Adam's doing and have fun and be creative. Because, like, as impressive as they are, the the interlude gravity blast blast beat part that has, oh, this is where the vocalist does high screams. It's yeah. usually, like, you can tell it's just a, like, the vocalist didn't know what to do, but Adam, like, did some shit there. Like, he had fun with the cadences. I respect that. Yeah, dude, this shit would be so hard to write vocals to. This would be hard as fuck to perform live, I imagine, dude. Dude, yeah. I would not want to... I would Doing not want to... a whole set of six-minute-long songs that are this. <laughs> Sick. Nuts. Oh, the... <laughs> Dude. Yeah, I need a drink of water. Yeah, dude, this is so intense. I wonder how long it took them just to write this song, honestly. Probably a minute. I, from, I watched the vocal analysis video and it sounded like it was a... Uh, they put a lot of time into this new album. Because there's just this so much sick. shit happening, you know? I really like this chorus. It's got like an alluvial vibe. I kind of wish they did it again. Like over this. I will say though, I haven't understood a single word Adam said this whole song. Oh, for sure. So I will, I don't know, you know, some people may dock points, some may not, but enunciation's a big thing for me. Yeah. Especially since I know Adam's, like, got cool lyrics. The fear. I know, I, I got that. There we go. I made it. Found one. Man, how long was that song? Like six minutes, probably. Five and a half. Five and a half, yeah. It was good. Dude, it was impressive. Uh. There's a lot of musicianship. I, I can't believe how many different like verses and shit was in that song. Yeah, they didn't have much like repeating parts really. Dude, yeah, that whole song through and through was just everywhere. It was like uh, math core, well, but for what black a, and death, death, 
deathcore, I guess, or mm-hmm. I don't even know. It sounds yeah, like, it's like black and deathcore, I'd say. But it has it has that like tech shit to it. But yeah, I think it's yeah. it falls into the umbrella of deathcore. I think you could argue there's like other you know, like progressive elements and stuff. But overall, I would say black and deathcore is probably where they they sit. Progressive huh. de- black and deathcore. I would love to see that live. Yeah, I I would. That's sick. <laughs> I what would. a progression that band has made, huh? From their first yeah, album yeah. with they the OG They used to just be vocalist. a down-tempo deathcore band. Yeah. Yeah. And, to, uh, like, this thematic shit. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Good shit. Good shit to a wake in Providence. I fucks with it. Uh, There's got, a gap. Speaking of Adams. We oh, true. Oceano Mass produced. Yeah, stoked to see... This is a funny thing, because I had followed Adam for a long time on Twitch. So, like, seeing him basically be like... Uh, I'm Black Mario, please, who, I don't know, Oceano, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, seeing him go from just, like, not even wanting to talk about the band to, we get new music, like, yeah. and, and, Adam's looking younger than he's ever looked somehow. <laughs> uh, that's probably because he had the health scare with the heart attack. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna start working out. Yeah. It looks and good. sleep and eating right. Started sleeping, finally. I think, uh, I don't know what, what it is, man. But have you noticed, like, dudes, like, uh, I have r- noticed right, <laughs> right around the time that they kind of hit their, their, like, early 30s, they just kind of, like, completely change. Like, I think it's probably because they go through their first real health scares, but they're just like, all right, I'm going to start, like, stop being so crazy. I'm going to stop drinking. I'm going to start working out a little more regularly. Mm-hmm. And suddenly, like, everyone just has perfect skin, you know? Perfect skin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, almost like they, because they stopped a lifetime of fucking up their body. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like for the first time they, they figured out, like, uh, yeah, I can't keep doing this uh, bullshit. <laughs> yeah. 30 years of it, your body finally goes, hey, bro, chill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love the video. <laughs> we got your whores out now, is that what he said? Horns. <laughs> <laughs> we got the whores out now. <laughs> it cuts to the women in the audience. They're like, we didn't sign up to be called whores. Instrumentally, this is probably the most complex Oceano I've ever heard. That's a good point. And Adam's clearly having fun. Just feel it. This part comes out of nowhere to me. This bit, yeah, very, uh... And it sits on it for a while. Very left field. Yeah, this is like a chorus. You know, this is a chorus. Oceano like, has choruses? But, like, the... Like, even the guitar, like, that just... That, that's so... So different for Oceano. Very different. Very. Because it comes out and you're like, They must have had, a. Where uh, are we? They must have had someone uh, help produce. this transition though sick Jesus yeah that part feels so weird doubly in contrast now damn (laughs) (laughs) you like spooky Very sick. I really like that ending. That was uh, yeah. That was, that, so that cool. was cool. It just hits you. Yeah. The 
yeah, I mean, I, feel, I mean, I respect them trying something different, but yeah, that, like, random jauntiness kind of was weird to me. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know, like, I listen to Oceano because I want, uh, honestly, that kind of, like, uh, you know, like, ham sandwich, a ham and cheese sandwich style. Like, like the just, simplicity of, yeah, like, I know yeah. what I'm getting. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you didn't want the random in vogue metalcore <laughs> yeah i mean uh, i'm i'm all for leads and stuff like that but it was uh, too like major though it seemed happy out of nowhere we're just yeah. like like we're doing a no day to remember breakdown all of a sudden <laughs> but, I, I think a classic case of uh we need to add more to this mm-hmm. uh, yeah. yeah that part felt weird but the rest of the song felt really good like the transitions were clean the like i said the ending was tight as hell the I mean like the, the beginning isn't the most memorable but when Adam starts hitting his groove you're like oh okay this is pretty bopping Adam killed it yeah I loved everything he did in that song uh, instrumentals were just uh they were good it was really just, just that uh, one part I was for just me. a bit a bit surprised truthfully <laughs> just a wee bit surprised at all <laughs> uh, you fuck with Quadeca much yeah I was playing it in the club the other day actually have you heard this track yet <laughs> uh, no dude man I I Born love yesterday I love that this dude can write some ignorant fucking bangers. But then drop some like real, just like oh this is a nice vibe, and, and it's like nice artist, little, artistic, nice little treat. <laughs> like you like the package of the video and the lyrics, like it's clearly uh, conceptual, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's cool to see an artist that's like this big take on some real heavy conceptual stuff. I like that. It reminds me of a. Uh, you ever see Ghost Stories, that UK horror film? Ghost. It was stories. like an anthology kind of told through the lens of the narrator or not the narrator but the main the protagonist like, i don't i'm not sure if i if i do know that one i think it came out in 2017 2018 some shit like that hmm. it's pretty solid though but this it has this this energy to it like the open landscapes like real yeah. ha- haunting thing of like you know life is finite but also this hauntingness of uh the idea of what the afterlife would kind of feel like if, yeah. you, if you were like a ghost wandering endlessly you know uh do you think ghosts are real i i my whole life i wanted nothing more than for ghosts to be real oh, and just, i just, still wish they were but no i don't think they you are. don't think they're real i want nothing more for them to be real but no i don't think they are um which is a weird spot to be in you know uh i i like agree. i've been in the darkness by myself in a haunted you know yeah. haunted houses being like come on yeah. kill me yeah where's the ghost yeah. you can you can be you can have my body dog how yeah. about that? How about that demon that possesses this location? Mm-hmm. You can you can possess me, and, then, <laughs> and then, no, just anything, dude. Throw this car off the shelf. Do anything. Throw this toy car on the ground. I'm just like this. Never. I've just never had it. I've tried so hard. Yeah. But a lot of people say well, that's why you don't have it because you want it. You know that to me that makes no sense. Because if a ghost wants to just be heard, mm-hmm. be like, oh, finally, some guy that's like, hey, show me yourself. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I think uh, I think ghosts—they're uh, a little different to every person, you know. Like we want them to be real so bad, but we don't. Also, no, I want there to be bad, evil things, because it would make life more exciting. Yeah, for My, sure. I remember like one of the biggest motivations I had as a kid was thinking that like cryptids existed. Oh yeah. It was like a huge thing that kept me from thinking about I had dying. An, I had an uncle that was thinking uh, about cryptids. I had an uncle that would collect Bigfoot tracks and Bigfoot poop. That's hilarious because he was just collecting animal he, poop. Dude, he just was like super into it. Yeah. You no, know, he'd like buy stuff from people online. It's just uh, like, God. man, you're getting that's ripped when it, off. Yeah, that's when it's sad. 
I, got, yeah. I bought a Bigfoot poop online. But is it sad or is it just a man fulfilling, uh, you know, his hobbies, you know, being passionate about something? Uh, well, I, I think, I'd say it's sad, but... <laughs> I would say it's sad because the difference between doing a hobby and doing that is delusion. What's, uh, what's life without a little bit of delusion, though, right? That's a good, uh, that's a good article title. Uh, what happened to BuzzFeed? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to BuzzFeed is that, uh... Fucking, it's BuzzFeed. Yeah, I guess. everyone figured out what princess they were and didn't need them anymore. <laughs> oh, that's the Disney princess I am. All right, let me delete this forever. You know, this song is so emotional. I already forgot it was Kadeka. Right? Is, this is pretty crazy. I love when he puts shit out like this because you're like, this is the Beeman guy. <laughs> this is. And the oh god, I love too the the tape recorder thing. I feel like that's so, like it suggests several things because like he's. In my interpret, like I imagine the interpretation is that he's he is a ghost, watching people mourn his own death. I saw some people talking in the comments about that, as like the vague premise, but you can really, like that that uh, that tape recorder he has that can be interpreted a as, like three different things because he's traveling with it further and further. Mm-hmm. So it's like, the further he gets away from his memories, the you know the thinner the trail becomes and the more people forget him as they grieve and move on and stuff. His rope becomes thinner and thinner and people have mourned and moved on and now he gets to be gone forever because in a sense that's what a ghost is right is the memory of somebody that's dead is haunting you and so that's what he's kind Mm -hmm. of representing here is he's watching his family grieve over his death and as he realizes what's happening and is coming to terms with being dead he gets further and further away into his own acceptance allowing them to fully grieve which is like like it's cool, like a high concept, cool thing for like a like a rap video, you know. <laughs> Very sick. Um, I don't know if I'd call this rap though, but uh, I agree. Like, I yeah, agree I with guess what, like, what is R and B? I don't even know if it's R and B. It's it's like, hard to have a genre for this, I guess. This is like ambient, like uh, almost almost like a different take on soul, a little bit. Oh, okay, I can see that. Yeah, see, and then the yeah the alternative the reveal that he's wrapped up thing. in it wrapped up in those memories uh why are you thinking <laughs> Stop this is, no this is just a sad song where it's just supposed to be like yeah Stop i'm it. sad now also love the simplicity of these lyrics on screen but like it's like a house and then a dot so it's like the memories of the homes that he lives in and then the ending point is this like you know infiniteness that we all have to go through eventually yeah this is cool Dude, uh, I don't know why I started thinking of this. I think it's because of the shots in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was at uh, a church in downtown Tacoma. It's this uh, cantina. It's like a goth bar. Uh, and they were playing 30 Days of Night. And, dude, oh, now he's gone. Uh, there was a specific line in, in the song. I think it's a uh, spoiler alert. Uh, no, it's, the movie's been out forever. 30 Days of Night, you have to watch it. One of the best vampire movies of all time. Um, as far as horror vampire movies go, I'd say it's the best one. Wait, the what, like what horror, was like if if vamp, like the category of horror vampires, I'd yeah. say Thirty Days a Night is the best one. Yeah, yeah, like the the scariest mm-hmm. vampire. Because you said you said one of the best vampire movies, so I was like, I was like to clarify for me, like I think as far as horror goes, it's the best one. But yeah, yeah, like vampire films in general, like you know, I wouldn't argue because there's so many. No, well, anyways, there was a line in that movie. Uh, it, it just kind of like talked about, and this is the this is my favorite thing about horror that's done. Uh, super well they they just uh 
tap-ins is something that's very just like always occurring within like uh, the human uh, condition or struggle mm-hmm. uh, and, and in this line right before the the fucking OG fucking uh, daddy vampire like kills this fucking daddy vamp. chick uh, he, he just talks about like how sad it is that people uh, when they're faced with like uh, uh, problems and shit like that that they just choose to instead of like work on themselves like self-destruct Oh yeah, when like the, uh, like their when the cancer big guy, or something. You know. The big guy with the machine drives through the thing. Oh wait, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, and he yeah, tries that. he tries to blow himself up with the flares. It was and then scene, yeah, he yeah. goes up next to I, I fucking love that scene. Yeah, and he goes, what does he say? He says when a man is uh, faced with a, a force he cannot defeat, he instead defeats himself. That was exactly this. Yeah, <laughs> the line. I fucking good love memory. That. Good memory. It's such a sick fucking thing because yeah, like you said it like hit me viscerally of like, like what a good uh, analogy for or like not analogy but. A good like point out of, of self annihilation, you know that like yeah. we often self annihilate when we lack purpose. I think, and that's kind of that's what that guy represented. He was only up there by himself to get away from the world and stuff. And it wasn't until he like had something to protect that he was like, okay, I can I can finally have purpose in something. But the vampire interprets it as like that, you know what he what he represented, which was you know, being lonely and like a curmudgeon and uh, having nothing to live for. And that's what the vampires didn't understand was that like, why do they have this fight in them towards the end? Cause he's like, what the fuck's the point? You idiot. Look, look at you. Look what you yeah. did. Nothing happened. Yeah. But it was what he represented guys. That was a, a perfect uh, analysis movie. of that scene. I fucking love that movie. Yeah. And a great movie. I actually just rewatched that one recently. And it you was did? Just like, oh, you were at the bar too. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's what I love about that cantina. They just be playing sick horror movies, man. Yeah. That Dude, is so tight. You know, okay. So this is a, this is a bit of a, no, no. You know I don't know anything. They have. Uh, I don't know if you saw it last time you were there. Oh, have I? But I they, there's like this giant metal thing, like in the corner of the bar. And uh, while I was there, someone was asking, like, "Hey, what what is that giant metal thing?" Mm-hmm. And the owner was just like, uh, "There's this artist, and uh, he spent like years making that, and it's just like, it's its purpose is to, uh, I guess." Uh, attract negativity and like uh it's just like essentially like an evil shrine oh like you're it's supposed to like it's like a curse it's a a cursed item that he like essentially like tried to make uh and the fucking owner's just like yeah man like if things start going wrong i'll get rid of it but like we got it in here because it fits the fits the aesthetic yeah like (laughs) dead serious that's pretty funny yeah yeah we uh who's that big uh that massive gentleman in the corner of the room with a no shirt and a bag over his head. What's the executioner we hired because he fits the vibe really well. He just sits over there menacingly. Dude, it's pretty creepy. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you get a, uh, get a chance to see it. Yeah, I don't, I haven't, I don't even know what you're talking about. I, I, have, I, I didn't notice it, it until like they there. pointed it out because it just kind of was Looks so like they dark. renovated recently, so it might be new. <laughs> Super, yeah, it's super evil looking. Uh, keeping this rolling, y'all. Enterprise Earth, Psalm of Agony. This is so funny. You said evil looking, and I saw the cross, and it reminded me of how fucking funny it is when you end up in like a really old person's home and they have like a crucif, a yeah, big crucifixion of Jesus. <laughs> He's like <laughs> suffering forever in the statue. That it's one of the most like jarringly funny things to me is seeing one of those like, why do you have this <laughs> to never forget? What do you like? Oh yeah, let me get a, a replica of the twin towers in my living room, so I never forget <laughs> this tragedy. Somebody comes in, they're like, "What is that, dude? Like, it's the, this is the twin towers mid-fall. That way, so I can commemorate it. I like have you, a- you have Jesus in his, the most worst point in his life in commemoration of him. 
I have a cousin whose birthday is on 9/11, and uh, nice. he's uh, his whole life has just been hell because of it. But uh, anyways, he oh yeah, make 9/11 about him. <laughs> I saw him the other day, and I was like, I was pulling an all-nighter, so I just didn't even know what day it was, and I just wasn't thinking. And he rolls through, and he's just like, dude, you know what day it is? And I'm just like, just like, what day is it? What day is it? It's just like, oh my god, it's 9-11. Son of a gun, it's your birthday. <laughs> I was just like, man, what a... God damn it. I had to be born today, huh? It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> do you do, oh, do you, do you know what my first question would have been? What? Like, uh, please, Why'd you please, do it? No, please tell me you remember your birthday on the year it happened. Like, what was that like for you to be a child and being like, why aren't we celebrating my birthday? Dude. <laughs> and your parents are sobbing in the other room like, America Dude. was just attacked. And you're like, where's my cake? Yeah. <laughs> it's like seven years old. I think I must have been in like first grade or something when that shit happened. I was in third grade. So I must have been second there. I remember the class I had. Yeah. Dude, uh, yeah, I just remember being confused. Like, I didn't really have feelings about it. But I was just like, it's funny, yeah, I, I guess we're just going home now, you know? Like, uh, building's on fire. Building's on fire. It's funny, I said class, but I, I meant teacher because I was at home when 9-11 happened. Because I remember walking into my mom's room and I was like, what's on the, what's on the TV? And she was like, oh my god. She's like fighting back tears. I was like, what? Somebody call you a bitch again? Jesus. Somebody take your pills, Mom? Why are you crying? <laughs> She's like, look, there was a terrorist attack. I was like, all right, well, I'm seven, so I don't really know. Yeah, it's probably the first time I, I ever heard that the word terrorist. Yeah, what do you mean a terrorist attack? It's a big change up. It's the Matt Cracking he, out he, the... He feature. Wait, is, is he in this song? No, but that guy looked like it. No, that's the... Shirtless ball guy playing guitarist. guitar. Yeah, he's a... I know it's not mad. I let you clarify it. I was joking. I had I had to. People need to people need to know because uh, people don't have common sense anymore. Um, yo, no, that guy's uh, that guy's like hardcore. He lives. Uh, he's like uh, he lives like a nomadic lifestyle. He's just like always traveling. Uh, he, he I'm pretty sure he writes. It's called like, touring, Justin. No, no, no. He like he lives like in a van in a trailer. Like yep, sounds like tour. <laughs> <laughs> You're just describing to her. Yeah, but like all the time. Oh, so he's successful. <laughs> uh, homie, it's uh, it's deathcore. You're never successful. Yeah, the one. And even then, that's finite. Because Suicide Silence was the one for their time period. Yeah. And they're still a band and they're no longer that one. But I bet they still have guarantee that keeps them afloat. Yeah. I sounded a lot more bitter than I meant it to be. I'm still no. trying to be mean. No, no, like, it's I think not, that's reality. I, it's not mean at all. It's just reality. This genre is very, very. Um, yeah, nobody gets paid in metal. Uh, you can. You just have to have the right manager and. Yeah, I mean, when, when I say extreme things right like places. nobody and everybody, I'm, you know, obviously there's exceptions to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like for every Lorna Shore, there's nine thousand Slam Worldwide uploads. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe more. Uh, new vocalist is uh, significantly better. Dude, I, 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 there's, like, I don't believe in magic or anything, but I swear, when you think of stuff, it, like, must physically manifest first, because the amount of times that that happens, I had the same thought, yeah, like, right when you did, 
Mm. <laughs> I mean, but it also could be because the the singing happened right then and there, and so we both had that moment of like, oh, I like these cleans way better. Uh, it could be the hieroglyphs that I saw on an Instagram story that talked about if I just manifested. Um. <laughs> That's still one of my favorite jokes of all time. Was uh, you know Patrice Wilson, the comedian that passed away? Yeah. Um, he was on a Joe Rogan, you know, thing a long time ago, just like hanging out or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Joe was talking about like, uh, you know, like oh, you, if you think about like you know shootings all the time, like eventually you're gonna probably end up in one, and like you know people are gonna you're gonna manifest it, and like it's gonna eventually happen. And Patrice was like, "Man, Joe Rogan think magic is real." That's <laughs> 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 one of the funniest things. But anytime somebody says like. Yeah, like, you know, if you think about it a lot, you just manifest it. All I can think about is just like, <laughs> man, you think magic's real, don't you? Because it's like, obviously you get the... It's a, it's it's not... It doesn't manifest. You yeah. When you deliver your intentions and your efforts into something, you're just more likely to make that thing happen. Yeah. And, you're, and you're thinking about it all the time. It's yeah. So, it like... You, you praying to the $5 bill in the morning doesn't make you successful. It's the follow-up work you do where you work 12 hours after that every day. The thing you're doing to, is just a byproduct of that mentality. It doesn't actually yeah. make, you know, you're just, it's, but but then again, it's like whatever you need to manifest it, exactly. to, 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 to get in the mind state. Mm-hmm. That's what's important. So if you need to believe that the manifestation magic thing's real, do it. I think the, the quote unquote magic that uh, surrounds like the events Ooh. itself, uh, it's fucking nuts. Uh, the magic itself is the idea that magic is in the works. And that's really like doubling down on your, uh, the placebo of whatever it is. So to a certain extent, I mean, if you really thought about it, uh, it's definitely like a, a magical thing. But as far as like making things float around the room and shit like that. Right, it's not literal. It's it, obviously It's a, like a mental a joke, form right? of like magic, right? It's like I have convinced myself through the idea that magic exists, that something's going to happen. And by having a, that thought, Mm-hmm, but it's, it's like it's it's giving me the the courage or something to mm-hmm, like totally really like uh take take my shit serious yeah there see that's the thing is like when you make fun of something that is beneficial people think you're talking shit about the thing but it's like it's just you pointing out that it's funny that like clearly there's benefits to that but it's also funny to think about that like you have to like trick it's like sleeping you know you have to pretend to be asleep to sleep it's like you. Know, I gotta pretend to man to like to do to so be a wi- to be a wizard. That. I gotta pretend to in to believe in witchcraft for it to be real. <laughs> like, That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. But it's a perspective, though, dude. It comes through and through. Like if you're a liar, your reality is reality. Like even if you you were lying to everyone around you, as long as you keep telling yourself that, like I guess that's just true. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that's it's no longer a lie when you believe it every day. Mm-hmm. You know, you're no longer lying to everybody. You're just a bad person at that. point. Point, but you've convinced yourself you're not lying it's just a different image of reality and that's yeah, what it's just that's, perspective right yeah magic is essentially Perception. fantasy and fantasy is essentially the lord of the rings and everyone loves the lord of the rings not so. the new amazon tv show i'm not gonna watch it <laughs> no, yeah nobody is <laughs> <laughs> there's like if you get a room of 50 people there's one guy that's like you guys don't understand exposition <laughs> they're dude, world no. building right now dude yeah it's like uh, it's bad because it will be good later yeah, like, that's I, not a good defense. I saw a preview for, like, the new Star Wars thing or whatever, and it's like... There's a new Star Wars th- there's thing? There's another, another new... Another one? Dude, people are defending it, but I'm just like... Dude, dude I'm still not sure I'm if I'm going to watch the next Mandalorian season, and there's already a new Star Wars I'm, thing. Yeah, I'm just like, man, like, I, you know, 
Star Wars was cool, but like this is just is like it? this horse is like dead. dead. Yeah. dead <laughs> You're beating a horse's skeleton. At yeah, this point. yeah. No, <laughs> the horse is done. You're gone. <laughs> it's well and gone. Keeping this roll in burial circles. Yeah, this just came out. I haven't heard this. Uh, yeah, what are you? What are your thoughts? I'm a uh, definitely. Like I don't want to. I don't. I hate the whole idea of like, do you like the band pre or post the vocalist change? Because it's like you like what you like. And for me, it's not just that I liked Travis more because I've heard Travis in other projects and I don't think he sounds very good. It's what this band was together and with mm-hmm. the 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 uh, team they had. Like Pain Again is yeah. such a unique moment in history of like. For this band and just that label in general, of like that is the sickest Varials has ever sounded in yeah. my opinion. The best production, the best writing, the most aggressive lyrics, the most passionate lyrics. That was like the perfect embodiment of that band. Yeah. And then they, their next album, they immediately changed directions and tried something new. And then the vocalist was like, "Oh, I want us to write piss stuff." And then I was like, "Left." Yeah. And now that now we have two incomplete projects of like Varials with a new guy and Travis on a different band. And neither of them are anywhere close to as good as what they were together. Yeah, who is the new guy again? I don't know. This but like, this is like I'm it's like I, a new attack attack. I was going to say like, like I feel like Varials now is just like uh they're uh like uh one of the guitarists and he's just kind of like taking the reins on everything and mm-hmm. I don't know like uh I'd like it more but man like this is this is where reality kind of plays into your art a little a little for me like homie's just super pretentious I'm like I'm, I just don't I don't know like if you're if you're not like a if I don't fuck with you as a person I probably even if your shit's good I'm gonna think you're fucking cringe homie yeah I mean that's fair yeah you have every right to do that and I think it, it a lot of that goes in part with a as cheaper like shallow as people may think it is that is so important to the world of selling yourself as an artist like do people fuck with you when they see you and hear your art like is this a consumable thing do i relate to this do i not respect it what is that these OG like metalcore uh, riffs are like coming back. Yeah, that. I think Dying Wish showed that people still like this stuff, so everyone was like, "Yeah, we could do that." Yeah, it's funny. The vocalist really sounds like he's trying to sound like Travis, which I, I've never felt like that was the play as a as the new guy to set to try to replicate the original sound. Because all you're doing is reminding people of like how much they liked the first guy. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with Last 10 Seconds of Life. Like, no matter how fun they ended up being, all I could think about was how much I missed Storm. Every time I heard him try to do the Storm screams. Yeah. And same with Northlane. Even like, I, yeah, I feel like a lot of people have that same thing of like, oh, this dude's clearly a better singer, but I would rather have those screams with the okay singing. I still didn't check it out, but you see, last ten seconds of life, they uh, they have a complete new lineup now, uh, minus their guitarist who kicked everyone else out of the band. Oh really? No, I haven't. I yeah, didn't, I didn't hear that at all. I, I think they they posted like a little snippet of something, but mm-hmm. it was like I don't know. There's they're, it's so new. It, yeah, they're, they're like trying to get things together. Yeah, but I I think it might actually be sick, which is kind of a bummer because I I have a feeling that the the reason they split that band initially mm-hmm. like uh it's probably like it's probably like really fucking sad right it should be a different band all entirely but 
um, I, I don't know if it's good. It's good. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like that. That's totally fine. Like I really, I fucking love. Uh, I love. I love that band. So if they can pull I it off, them. make it even heavier. Oh, put shit. uh, put Soulless Hymns back on Spotify. That's what everyone wants. Is that not on Spotify? Not on Spotify. They took it down because Dude, like they're beefing. Right? It's like their sickest record. It is. I know. That's the reason why everyone likes Damn. that band. Uh, New Fuck. Oceans Eight, Alaska, Soul. S-O-L. It looks like a like Dolph Lundgren just killed himself. Who? On t- Dolph Lundgren? He plays like the Russian dude in Rocky 3. Killed himself? Yeah. Look. Not expecting that at all. Uh, he just Austin put long live the fucking queen. Long live the fucking queen. I did. No, yeah, he didn't kill himself. He's still Dolph Lundgren's still alive. Rest in peace. I was just lying for fun. <laughs> hey yo, sh- shout out for the creativity on this. This is a, in a like something of like. Do you guys think aesthetically, you kids would fuck with this? It looks like a. a the, the 24-7 live streams of doing homework and chill. You ever seen those? Uh, yeah, I was going to say, this looks like a new... Uh, Twitch loading screen starting yeah. soon. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, respect on the Comic Sans. Yes, finally. Yeah. Another guy. Yeah, you're Dude, in the you're I, in the clear now, Austin. <laughs> I didn't know. I was surprised no one in the band said anything to me. Dude, I was going to say something, but... Uh, <laughs> I was just like, it's it's already it's too late. It's already there. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I mean, it was the funniest thing ever. The like, I woke up to a text from Jacob, the guy, the dude who made the video. What did he, say? <laughs> he was so mad. He was, he was like, dude, what the fuck? Did you, sans did you what's up with the fly video, bro? <laughs> why the fuck did you put Comic Sans? And I just said, because I don't like papyrus. <laughs> <laughs> no, I sent him back a meme that said, I'm going to put Comic Sans on your gravestone. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't know people were so viscerally against comics. Like, I knew it was like a meme, but I thought people were joking. I didn't think uh, they actually were that mad about it. Honestly, uh, it's a pretty, it's a deep cut. Like, Yeah, if, I, if, I, I looked it up after because I was like, what's going on? Yeah, if anything, the only reason it's a joke is because it's like a... It's like a cool kids club. It's like a ooh, I know that Comic Sans is like so overused yeah, that totally. like this is so embarrassing for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it? it's no, like a, it's like when people bring up Chris Barnes and they're like, yeah, but in in OG Cannibal Corpse he was good though. I'm like, you're you don't have to say the internet opinion, bro. You can just say he's bad. You don't have to go, but but throw let me throw the accolades. Years, We're past that. Years past back, that. I made a I made a, a show flyer and I used Comic Sans and I had no idea that it was uh, cringe. And someone pointed it out and I was just like, "What? What's the? What? You're like, what are you talking? What do you mean? About? What are you Com- yeah, I, I used the I used Comic Sans. Is that like? Am I? Wait. It was on the computer that I <laughs> program I used. Does this mean people aren't gonna come to the show now? <laughs> <laughs> no, do the people bitching about Comic Sans don't leave their house? They're not coming to the yeah, show anyway. Dude, yeah, no. no one in person is going to go, bro, what's with the comic sans on that video? <laughs> I am so much smarter than you. Um, yeah, Ocean State Alaska is making a strong comeback with a bunch of okay songs. Uh, that was, uh, I mean, honestly, man, I was not paying attention enough for that. But uh, 
I mean, I, mean I was listening. It was just, it just feels like oceans. Like, <laughs> that was a funny <laughs> transition. You're what? <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, Oceans is, is sick. Uh, that wasn't the, like, if you were to show that band to somebody for the first time, you wouldn't have picked that song. Is like my definitely my not. biggest takeaway. Definitely, and, and I think the video re- re- like definitely reflects they feel the same. For way. sure, they were just trying to get it out. Yeah, they're like, isn't they're like it's a cool video? Like I respect that. That was a fun idea, but the whole album's out, so I can't be like, well, bring me the next video because <laughs> they they might do a music video later, but the album's out now, so I got to listen to that on my own time after to fully get an opinion. Because I liked the short song they did to be like the old vocalist is back. Mm-hmm. I was like, hell yeah, this is sick. He's still got it. Still killing it. And then they put out the first song, and I was just like, yeah, this okay, yeah, this is fun. Like, there's some cool shit here. I, I feel it. But then that one, it was very, like, all right, this is a, yeah, this is definitely, like, track five of 12. Yeah, it's like, like there, it was like a race for for the end of the song, almost, yeah. for me. Uh, not <laughs> a bad funny. thing. I, like, I, no, I respect just for, Just a bit forgettable. I like, yeah. I think if it was on a metalcore playlist playing in the background, you wouldn't be like, God, what is the, this is in either way? You wouldn't think this is bad or be like, who is this? You'd just be like, metalcore. Yeah, see, that's a weird. That's a weird. Uh, I, I guess like hey, consensus that was just like, yeah. Journeys in Hot Topic need know? bands to play in the background, Justin. I can't see that band playing. In Not a, in Journeys, but <laughs> Hot Topic for sure. Dude, I don't know. Hot Topic only plays fucking Falling in Reverse now. I guess they've changed now, haven't they? Like, the new A Day to Remember song. Yeah, I guess I just had a a big uh, reality check moment where when I think of Hot Topic, I think about, like, the ideal moments of Hot Topic when they all had TVs in there and they would play music videos and different songs over. And so I was like, yeah, I'd play there. But now, yeah, thinking about it now, that's a totally horrible analogy I just made. (laughs) Like, neither (laughs) of those places would play music like this anymore. Uh, Damn, I'm aging. Uh, we'll we'll get something. Uh, well, the ki- the kids will get something good eventually. Uh, if if they don't already, What's that, mean? Uh, that means we're too old to go into a hot topic and be like, "Yo, where's all the cool young new bands?" You guys got any perennial music? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I was just talking to someone uh, the other day. What about... did I tell you about that? <laughs> uh, we, I was just talking. I was just like, "Yo, uh, yeah, like old people, like we're so much less likely to even seek out new music." Uh, or old people, meaning like if you're not, if you've already graduated high school, like, you know. Like, <laughs> I was already talking about elders because they're commenting on Elvis's Facebook still. <laughs> they're super not finding new music. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a weird and uh, it's a weird and it's a weird phenomenon, right? It's like, yo, uh, why why do we just like cap out almost at a certain age where we're just like, this is enough because, music? Because because art is personally reflective. Like a lot of the art you listen to is how it makes you feel and not the legacy or the the change it's like people will like eras of bands because it's how they it's it reminds them of a time of when they felt good or loved or saved and so that's why that sticks yeah. with them so long so these people that are in love with Elvis are like thinking about their youth yeah. i met my husband at an Elvis show i love that and it then is a, it's, it we're is just a, experiencing our version of that <laughs> it is a reoccurring theme for some reason the whole uh, idea of just like i don't want to grow up. I want reason. to be a little boy forever. Yeah, because at the end of that <laughs> is death. That's that's what the, ultimately what we what we get down to and is being afraid not, to die. It's probably not that bad. I mean, honestly, what dying? Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, dying's not that bad because there's it's just done. It's like when when your mom turns off the Xbox and you're like, yeah, I yeah. could be pissed, but mm-hmm. it's already done. It's now, already off. Now, my game's ruined. Like the the thirty seconds before you die in like a fire, like mm-hmm. that's a different thing. 
that's but ultimately it doesn't matter because you're dead at the end at the end like those moments of agony sure horrible yes the moments of ultimately i mean at the end of that there's nothing right who knows uh i think i think (laughs) you say you tell like those people are like god's not real have faith no god's definitely not real have faith justin how do you know Dude, that's the crazy thing. He's instantly crumbled. Dude, no, I mean, it's just, just like real shit. It's like anyone that says that they might have more like logic on what happens after you die, mm-hmm. they're just full of shit. They're just like, yeah, look at my credentials. And I'm just like, yo. Yeah, I mean, I think one of those is more uh, acceptable than the other. Like, I think it's easier to wrap your head around there being nothing than magic being real. I want to be Frankenstein. Uh, so uh, see, is that is that life though? That's just prim- that's like primordial sentience. That's like starfish sentience. You're just like electricity. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I guess more interesting. Yeah, yeah. It, is that life or? It, well, yeah. he develops empathy towards the end. Which yeah, but is, is that just like is that just a I mean, dramatization? I, I, I mean, like, horrible. I, I want to get down to the truth, but, like, I don't think we can, which sucks, well, yeah, because it's like, man. How... Yeah, you can't ask somebody once they're dead, how like, what's up? Because <sighs> that'd solve everything. Well, dude, and that's another so reason I don't people. think ghosts are real, because... There's, there's so many people that say, like, they've, you know, they've died, and then they came back because it was either an OD or, like... Well, no, what happened is that they were experiencing that. They, their brain released DMT, and they had a trip... And then they were resuscitated and came back and were like, guys, I saw the afterlife. Like, no, you had a crazy trip because that's what your brain does when you die to help you cope with death is it releases a bunch of that drug yeah, or that chemical rather to help to ease your brain in the idea of passing. Because if you couldn't, your brain would just explode. Like it, your brain trying to wrap its own head around dying. Mm-hmm. I don't think it can do that. So that's why it releases... This drug to be like, hey, it's all good, bro. We're we're just skateboarding with Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and but then if you are resuscitated mid that, you'd come back and be like, guys, the afterlife is cheeseburgers and <laughs> fucking chocolate fondue and pussy and like that's that's all it is. And it's like, no, you just had like the best trip of your life is all you had. Dude, yeah. See, <laughs> the my problem with the idea of heaven is, uh, it sounds actually more like my version of hell because uh, it's, this is a lot better with you touching your hand on your pistol over and over again <laughs> as you say that the, 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 well like the, the quote unquote people that are going to heaven are like some of the uh, well heaven's filled if you read the bible they already hit quota a millennia ago Only there's only 1800 people that are allowed in heaven Justin I'm pretty sure we hit quota a long time dude, ago yeah yeah Dude, yeah. I, I, I don't know about reincarnation either, though. Uh, we're going to keep listening to music, y'all. Eat your heart out 20-something. Yeah, I fuck with this band a lot. I, like, consistently, they always, they be putting out songs I fuck with, but it it seems like they just don't have the, the backing they need. All right, as they, hold on. As they do the most generic riff of all yeah, time. Yeah, well, I'm just going to say it now. This is one of the hardest genres to really break through. Yeah, but this isn't usually what they sound like, so I'm a little... Like, this isn't where you should go when you're having a hard time getting traction. This shouldn't be the sound you then put out. Because mm-hmm. they us- they usually have like a more of like a like metalcore with no screams vibe. Yeah. You know you know that type of genre? Mm-hmm. Not, qu- not quite post-hardcore, but this like energetic instrumentals with singing. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the vibe they had, where this is more like indie rock they're going for. 
Which you can you can feel the vibe. Look at everybody trying to act like mm-hmm. they're into this. Let's see. I mean, this is this this is a good chorus, but my my problem with it is it just sounds like a a chorus I've heard just repackaged. Yeah. Like I mean I mean word for word, like uh, yeah. like even the even the the notes and everything. Like I'm I'm pretty sure I've heard this. It's just repackaged a little different. You Which know? is so weird because this band usually has like bangers. But maybe that's what maybe somebody's in their corner now, being like, "This is what you guys got to do to sell." Yeah, I don't even know what it is anymore because, like, I th- I'm sure they like this song, right? Like, I I, I don't sure, think yeah, that I don't think they're it. just like trying to be famous. But the song that gets the music video from the album, like, that's that's where I, my brain goes mm. is that they have a full album out, and this is the one that got the music video. Well, there was a single that got out that was a lot better. But this is the second music video, and the only there's only two for the whole album. Yeah. And so that's kind of where my brain goes of like, do you guys feel that this is your second strongest song, or did you feel that this was maybe a marketable song because it's got that real approachability to it? Where you know, like somebody if somebody happens across this and this is the first band they heard of this genre, they might be like, ooh, ooh. But yeah, somebody that's listened to the genre their whole life, it's yeah. just like mad boring. Maybe that's our problem. We've just spent too much time listening to music. Yeah, but I'm am self-aware of that though. Yeah. And I can and I can see other bands that will have that repurpose that old sound and make it still like marketable, and you could see people fucking with it. Like this doesn't have virality feel to it, which not every song needs to, but it doesn't have like nobody. You're not gonna catch anybody's eyes with that song. Like you have to already have been a fan to fuck with that track. Mm-hmm. At least from my perspective. No, no, I, I, I think sleepy. I think you're definitely right. Sleepy, sleepy, sleepy. I'm sleepy. <laughs> I'm a wee bit sleepy. Uh, I'm gonna end that last band uh, on the note that uh, yeah, man, uh, that was putting me to sleep in with sirens. Complete collapse. <laughs> nice. That was good, Justin. I like that transition you just made. What transition? I was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Kellen, Kellen Quinn is still just partying. One of my favorite things of like, I don't act, is looking at your hands. Like, what are these things? Like, who, yeah. who would ever do that? That's what like, is my reality? That's yeah. the most like guy behind a camera. It's like, Kellen, look like look confused. And Kellen was like, yo, people usually look at their hands when they're confused. <laughs> it's like, you, when have you ever woke up trash drunk, like hungover, and you were like, what are these? <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't drank in 20 years, writes a drinking song. Man, yeah. I mean, I grew up loving Sleeping With Sirens, but like if I was at this party, I'd probably want to leave. I'm not going to lie. Maybe that's the point. <laughs> if that's the point, I guess that's a good thing, right? But Yeah, who cares? <laughs> for a day number one again baby. <laughs> that's not a pizza mascot we're still doing the pizza what if there was pineapple on it Justin oh. how cool would the pizza become see that's funny because half of us don't like that ingredient don't tell- on our pizza it's a funny agreeable it's like you could say it at church you know right right Long. Did I ever tell you I made my Mormon stepsister laugh at a school shooter joke out of impulse on accident? Did you tell her she's also going to her idea of hell? She's already there. <laughs> Being Mormon, that's already hell, bro. 
Because because <sighs> being Mormon is funny because no one's ever hit 40 as a Mormon and been like, what a good life. <laughs> Not one of them. Those uh, those Latter Day Saints, they've really uh, they've really been getting hit hard. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's called reason. karma. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, they're just like they're just getting like fucking beat down right now. Man, how do you think the the guy that dedicated his whole life to the brand of Mormons fell after they changed their name? He stepped outside of his store that said Mormons only or <laughs> Mormons Forum, and he went, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> Your shit ain't hot no more, son. What am I gonna do? My LLC is in Mormons R Us. <laughs> What am I gonna fucking do? Dude, I uh... And we're still doing tube lights, huh? I got approached by a, a group of uh, kids trying to, um... Trying to push me onto their religion. And they're I, trying to push me? Dude, I, I was just like, man, like, guys, like, I'll hear you out. I'll talk to you about religion and shit like that. But, like, I just gotta be straight. Like, I mean, like, I don't want to waste your time. Like, I, I'm pretty... I feel pretty secure. I feel pretty good. Like, See, well, that's the thing about that, Justin, is that you're not... If you talk to them, you're not wasting their time because what they're doing with their lives is wasting time. And the reason yeah. they're doing that is it's a it's a strategic move by the parents to make your kid incredibly obedient and to not have to raise them anymore. It always fails. It almost always fails. Yeah, because Mormonism is a bad religion. <laughs> it's unless you're a guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only time. Unless you're like an adult man, Mormon. Being a Mormon is a bad. It's like a enslavement. Like a bad. Like fuck. Uh, is that girl Mormon? Yo, is that a wop, bro? Shoot. Is that a white Anglo-Saxon parent. <laughs> Holy shit! I'm about to respectfully bust in my pants. <laughs> respectfully, of course. Speaking of respectfully bust, uh, dude, I pissed myself today. <laughs> That was such a random thing. Dude, no, I was like, I was about to go into the grocery store, but like... And dude, you're like, I, you know what would be good right now? I was holding this piss, piss for like two hours, and I was, I was about to walk in. Thank God it was dark, man. Fucking, I was just you like... pissed? Dude, I was like, no, I can't even you go... You were at the grocery store? Dude, I was like, it's going to be another like minute before I get in there, and I'm like, dude, I don't... I'm like, I'm... Dude, I'm how, do, how, do you, how do you not just bust out the car maneuver? You just open your car door and piss in that triangle that's created. It, it was too. There was too much shit going on. So what? So you I, pissed yourself. I just started walking down, uh, down the side, and just like, dude, I gotta get the fuck out of here. I am soaked right just now. Just instantly one eighty. Dude, it was like it was a lot of piss too, man. You just let it keep going. You didn't try to cinch the hose. I couldn't stop. That's how bad I had to piss. I drank two fucking giant <laughs> bottles of water before I got. Bro, on. pissing yourself's a mentality. Dude, I was like, dude, I, the whole time I was pissing, I was just like, I can't believe I'm pissing myself right now. I can't believe this. This is, this is ridiculous. Your inner monologue is just sitting there dumping piss and shaking your head. Well, like, dude, there's, there's something weird about it, too, because, like, I held it in for two hours, and right. you're telling me the fucking last minute I can't hold it for one more minute? Your bladder, your pee wasn't it, on the list. It's that weird thing, like, when, uh, if, you, if, you, if you're trying to go pee, like, uh, like running water like just gets you going or something or just yeah, like the idea that you're about to piss uh -huh. just and you're like, <laughs> no, actually I, like I couldn't take any more liquid it just like triggers your piss and that's <laughs> I think that's what happened to me man I was just like that or I just don't yeah. give a fuck that's why like, I can't go to the club dude people be triggering my piss all the time dude yeah hey this hey. this club's fun and all, but like, where is the shitter? There's a surprising lack of piss on the in my pants at this club. <laughs> this club fucking sucks. There's a surprising lack of piss in my pants. 
Well, Abby, it's uh, it's been an interesting episode uh, with all the piss and whatnot. Uh, yeah. Any last words? <laughs> he pulls out gun. Uh, yeah, this was fun. I hope we could uh, get back on some sort of, uh, not like a schedule, but I hope we can do these like often. I love yeah. I love the podcast. It's it's fun to just talk uh, yeah. and record it and take a chunk out of time to do this and check out new music because a lot of times I'm like I'll get to it and yeah. then I just don't. So it's nice to have the podcast to be like oh finally I can listen to this. And just give my unbiased dude straight up initial yeah. lip, my yeah. reaction opinion. I love that. Yeah, Apo- uh, apologies, everybody. It's uh, dude. It's yeah, been... we didn't even get to talk about movies, dude. Like that, which is crazy. That's a whole different podcast we'll have to do. Hellraiser is the only movie you need to yeah. watch. This this move this year, twenty twenty two is like it's got it's gonna go down in history as like one of the craziest horror movie years we've had in a so? long time. Oh, yeah, if you that, think it's about that how new much Halloween we... movie year. No, oh my on. god, I couldn't be less excited for that movie. <laughs> Dude, have you seen the poster? No. It's Michael Myers and Laurie Strode back to back, like they're in a buddy cop and they movie. Have, yeah, they have like guns like, in the yeah, air. Like, like, watch your sex. Yeah, like it's gonna say a caption at the end, like "trick or treat, bitch." <laughs> and you're like, oh. Dude. I, I can't imagine. Yeah, dude. After Halloween Kills, I can't imagine that I'm gonna watch this movie and do anything but laugh my ass off at how stupid this shit is. Dude, that- <laughs> I loved Halloween 2018. Halloween Kills came out, and I was like, all right, Michael Myers is no longer scary. <laughs> this is funny now, and we're at that point in our lives. <laughs> Dude, yeah. That's going to be the biggest bummer for, like, the, the people that uh, grew up watching that, like, that movie horror. in, like, theaters. You know? <laughs> Enjoy and respect horror as, a, yeah, yeah. as an art form and not just a cheap uh, set of lazy script writing and kills. Michael Myers did a murder. <laughs> the movie. <laughs> <laughs> just to think, like, isn't it badass that this 75-year-old woman is fist-fighting a demon man? Dude. A guy that has been stabbed and shot and <laughs> killed a hundred times. What do you... Hey, what if the grandma beats him to death? Huh? What if, do you guys think Lori's gonna kill Michael in the, in the finale? <laughs> She's gonna strangle Michael to death Dude. and go, it's Morbin time. Bash his head off the ground. That's the end of the franchise. Dude, yeah. That's the bummer, man. I feel like it's actually going to affect how I feel about the movie initially. Yeah. Dude, Halloween Kills did that for me. I just had a moment of, like, Michael Myers has been, like, ruined for me. (laughs) He's no longer scary. About due for another uh, Spider-Man about now, right? (laughs) Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Could use a redub, a reboot. Yo, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. This is fun. Well, we'll talk about movies on the next one. There's just so much to talk about. This one was music and just getting back into the swang of things. Oh, yeah. Thanks baby. for letting us to hang. Thanks for listening to us hang out and uh, just talk some jargon about music, get a little juice in us, and uh, hopefully, Justin won't uh, double suey us. <laughs> Please, <I> no. <know. laughs> Thank you, guys. R.I.P. Fly. Thanks for listening out uh, <laughs> over all the years, y'all. Uh, we Rest love in you. pieces. Have a good night, y'all. Long live the Enchiridion. <laughs> <laughs>